Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Today, we are discussing the all-new Ewoks Season 2. I like how you have to put all-new in there. Yeah, you gotta to let people know. Separation. You gotta let it's them know. It's not only just Separation to, se- Season 2, it's all-new all Ewoks new. Season 2. Can't stress it so enough. To be Princess Latara... With special guest Eric Mickles, co-host of the shows previously on X-Men and 90s Get Me Like. You say that every what? time. It's 90s music got me like. Oh, 90s music got me like. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah if it I'm was sorry. 90s got me like, we could just talk about whatever we wanted for that whole time. Oh, my gosh. You could do a whole episode. Specifically music. Tamagotchis, oh, snap bracelets, yep. pogs. Oh, yeah. bracelets, pog. Devil's oh, yeah. Advocate starring Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. You don't have to do that. Uh, Eric, you know, this, this Eric was like, the source, son! Now I'll never Sorry. forget music. <laughs> That'll teach you. Eric, this is Wonder like... Wall by Al Pacino. This was your missing piece of, like, Radio Meanwhile uh, bingo, because you've been on every other show except been for on this, this one. Yeah. And this is I've our anniversary. This, one. this yeah. is our is anniversary it? episode. Yeah, one year. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. It's exciting time. One year since it. the destruction of the Empire's <laughs> yep. second weapon. That's right. Yep. Congratulations. That's when it happened. Yeah. All right. Oh, Eric, before we get into the episode, I have to ask you, what is your familiarity with like Ewok spin-off <laughs> media? Do you know like did, did you see these? Did you see the movies as a kid? Did you ever see the cartoon? Anything? First time I ever saw one of these animated things in motion was after we had watched Return of the Jedi yeah. at your house, Nick. Yeah. And <laughs> normally that's the time when we were like going to collect our coats and stuff. Yeah. But like as quick as you could, yeah. you you put in, I think it's a VHS copy of the very, of what, what is it? Battle Wagon of Victory or whatever. Caravan of Courage. Caravan, Caravan of Courage. Courage. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> And you, you just hit play and let that thing go. Yeah. And I mean, me and Kendra still collected our things to go, but yeah. you were ready. So that's the first time I saw it in Battle motion. Wagon of yeah. Victory. And that's the most I've seen until today. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, you know, I have a history of watching weird things after we watch other things. Do you remember the Three yeah. Nice Things, Island of Dr. Moreau, when we watched yeah. that? And then you watched uh, Transformers Age of Extinction? I did. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> And I was in like in a pretty good goofy mood after watching that movie. I probably would have stayed for something, but yeah. you put, no, not that one. Oh no, that. yeah, that's yeah. I no. actually I watched that like a mini series because I watched it like forty minutes at a time. So obviously yeah. it took me several sittings. Yeah. But... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Band of Brothers had nothing on Age of Extinction no, for you. No, it didn't. So that's it though. You saw the first. You saw like the opening crawl of Caravan yeah. of Courage, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. Well, I'm so sorry to have you here in season two of Ewoks. Because <laughs> no, that's all right. No. Uh... I mean, I've also listened to this podcast, so I okay. like, follow so you're some aware. of your adventures. You're, yeah. aware. Okay. Okay. Good. you're aware. Yeah. You're aware. All right. Well, let's dive in. Let's see what we got going on this week. Uh, today's yeah. episode, Eric, believe it or not, written by Paul Dini. I, that was the first thing I noticed when uh, written by Paul this Dini. starts. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can't remember what it was that I read, but or maybe it was on a, a podcast he did, but I remember him like, before Batman animated series, like he was kind of ready to be done. Does mm. that sound familiar to you? No, like, I have He was kind of like, about it. May- maybe I'm like misquoting, but it seemed <laughs> like he was ready to like get out of like writing animated stuff because he had been doing it for a while. Yeah. 
And I, I, I feel like he should have. Yeah. <laughs> this. It was either he was ready or everyone else was ready. For yeah, the industry yeah, was like, you have two. to stop. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird, though, because he wrote a lot of the first season episodes. And, and when we were going through the first season, it was like the ones that had a little bit more meat were typically Paul Dini episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the one where uh, Widget is holding a uh, snow globe of his wife. Being no, like, that's, uh... that's Heart of Ice. No, that's Batman oh, the okay. Animated Series. You're uh, you're conflating the two. <laughs> I confusion. Yeah, that's that's wrong. But this season, it seems like <laughs> the gloves are off and Paul Dini's just like, eh, looks <laughs> want to get married or have popcorn. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So written by Paul Dini, fair to say this is his peak. He never he never gets any better, yeah. I think, than this yep. episode. Yeah. Directed again by Dale Schott. This episode originally aired September twentieth, nineteen eighty six. Uh and was released on Wow, VHS. really? I was yeah. a month old. Yeah, you were around. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yes. You released were around. you on... could have watched it live. I could have, yeah. Could've. My mom might have turned it on as I was like just a month and I still didn't yeah. know my shapes and colors. I was yeah. just like <laughs> looking. At motion. Yep. Well, my co- our college friend Jesse, Jesse Riles, who was on our uh, our Hall- not Halloween, our Christmas episode. Oh, and Eric, we did a Timothy's on episode with Jesse. We did. Back yeah. on the All the book show. Yep. Uh, oh. His parents took took him with them to see Return of the Jedi in 1983, and he brags about it to this day that yeah. he saw it in theaters. Well, y- so, yeah. I mean, back then you had to. I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this this one was released on VHS as part of a compilation, Ewoks Five. Wicket's Adventures. Not a very adventuresome episode, but, mm-hmm. you know. I do remember seeing these VHS tapes for sale at, like, my grocery store. Oh, yeah. At the same place you'd find, like, speaking of Paul Dini, like, you get the two episodes or four episodes on one VHS of, like, Batman the Animated yeah. Series. And then there was, like, a rack that just had, like, this and droids. Yep. And I never understood what I was looking at. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm kind of interested, like, if we ever decide to delve into droids. I'm interested to rewatch that because my memories of that are a little bit more clear. And I mm-hmm. remember that having some solid moments, but <laughs> I remember liking this cartoon too. So yeah, right, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, here's our featured cast member of the week. Sue Murphy takes over the role of Latara title character this week from Tabora Johnson. What's so weird about this show is that season one, it's all voice actors who were either already in the game or would go on to have a long history in animation, mm-hmm. like from Ewoks on, uh, including some of the X-Men cast, Eric, uh, mm-hmm. uh, George Buza, who's Beast, and yeah. what is it, Allison Court, right? Is, uh, mm-hmm. is in Allison the- Court. Yep. All big names. The second one, you look at their IMDb, and it's like, this guy was a filing clerk on the Paramount lot in 1985. Yes. You know, the, the mom <laughs> frog, if they're frogs? Oh, the mother Sluga, frog, yeah. Reminded me a lot of the uh, external witch thing from the Gambit episode of. Ex- oh, uh, yeah, I heard her yeah, speaking. Yeah. And all I could hear was the tie. She did. So. Sluga did have a very like recognizable cartoony yeah. voice, and yeah. I couldn't tell. Like it doesn't say who plays who, so mm-hmm. I wasn't sure exactly who it was, but it was familiar. <laughs> that anyway. is one difficult thing. Yeah, when you like go to the IMDb. It is hard to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. other than who like plays what. Cast. I know. You know, it just says a voice. Yeah, you're like so, there's like 78 voices, but then there's like. 12 build yeah. characters and that's yeah. it and especially i mean the ewoks were almost like minor characters in this episode so it would have been nice to know who, the, yeah. who they were but anyway sue murphy is voicing latara here in season two she doesn't have a ton of acting credits like she did some random things here and there but when you look at her imdb it's mostly that she works adjacent to chelsea handler she was a writer and producer huh. on chelsea lately chelsea does it and chelsea so 
I don't <laughs> okay. know. Got her start voicing yeah. Latara and went on to be a writer and producer for comedian mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, Steve, do you wanna do you wanna take us into this episode? This uh, yeah, the uber detailed plot yeah. for season two, episode two B, Princess Latara. We it. open to Queen Sluga desperately looking for a husband for her halfwit son Vork. <laughs> None of the candidates are good enough, so she throws them into her pit. Sluga instead decides to get a princess from the Ewoks. Back at the Ewok village, Latara pauses to talk to Princess Nisa in the middle of doing her chores, groaning that Nisa probably never has done chores before. For just one day, Nisa trades positions with Latara so that she finds out just how difficult it is to be princess. She starts out doing a terrible job referring to her friends as peasants. Wicket only obeys her because Nisa bribed him with a pearl of patience. <laughs> Seems like she, she should have given it to him yeah. and then he would have had more patience. I think yeah. Eric's fading fast. Just the more yeah, no, right. the story. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> At least let me go through <laughs> two paragraphs. soul leaving his body. Princess Latara demands a tour of her <laughs> kingdom Meanwhile, Queen Sluga's minions overhear that Latara is the princess of the Ewoks, and they quickly capture her. <laughs> princess Latara is brought. Princess Latara is brought to Queen Sluga, and she declares that the wedding take place immediately. Wicket, Nisa, and Tebow find a piece of Latara's royal robes in the woods and investigate where she could have gone. They stumble upon the wedding between Latara and Vork and work quickly to disrupt it. All four Ewoks escape when Wicket uses Latara's crown, which she hesitates to give away, to bowl the pursuing Gorfs into a spinning muddy ball that comes crashing down into their very own banishment pit. Learning her lesson, Latara apologizes to Nisa about not thinking her job as princess was difficult. Even so, she still asks her friend to carry her, considering she still has a few hours left of being the princess. Not too happy, Tebow, Wicket, and Nisa chase her into the forest. Roll credits. I, I have so many questions right off the bat. And the first is with Sluga's plan, because she says, you guys will get married, and then we'll combine our kingdoms, and I will rule everything. And I don't understand that. Yeah, just power hungry, I right, guess. Right, but I mean, like, the prince... Vor- Prince Vork is going to marry like Princess Latara, and that's somehow going to mean that Sluga's in charge of everything. Right I mean, away. Ewoks are they not the dominant species of the planet I, <laughs> or the it, moon? I mean, hmm. I mean, that's a good, that's, <laughs> you, you've asked an interesting question here, Eric. Oh, I, no, you're getting way too philosophical. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they I mean, certainly yes, seem the most right? civilized. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're supposed probably. to be, but it's it's hard to. It, I, yeah, I would say they're the dominant. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's All the right. official well, that ruling easy. of this entire life. They're the dominant species. Uh, so we've been talking a lot about because it's such a crazy transition in all ways from season one to season two, and one big change is the animation quality. Mm. I felt like the animation in here was a little better than what we saw in the last episode. But I also felt like with, what are they, the Gorfs? Is that what these aliens are? Gorfs, yeah. Gorfs. These frog things? Yeah, the frog yeah. things. Yeah. I was getting a real, like, Don Bluth vibe. Sure. Yeah, like the big crocodile from yeah. uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. It it, it felt like, a lot more... grotesque. Yes, right. And, yeah. like, <laughs> cartoony and bright in a way that, like, 
Yeah, if these frogs had been in the movie Thumbelina, it would have yes. just made sense. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they color – well, it was they colorized them right. Like yeah. The, yeah. the whole thing, when, like, when we went from season one to season two, Eric, mm-hmm. you, you'll see like the color scheme, the palette completely changes. <laughs> Not for the Browns, better. maroons. Yeah. Yeah, it's very swampy. Yeah, like mustardy colors. Yeah, like even the green is not like a bright green. It's very mm-hmm. dark Kelly green. And the, the frogs – they looked good because they actually colored them right. You yeah, would expect right. them to I be like that's yellow. True. You well, know, maybe, like... maybe that's what I was kind of noticing that it that it felt a little bit more like bright and vibrant, mm-hmm. like animation yeah. wise. We got some new words. We got. Uh, I think it's Latara keeps calling people bark eaters, which bark uh, eaters. I don't fully understand that yeah. insult, but it really seemed to land. Yeah, and they were saying <laughs> Dengar like. Let's go. Dengar. They've I said guess. that a lot. They've said yeah. Dengar a lot. That that's their like war chant that they say like So do you think like they attack? Before the rebellion got here originally, that like Dengar the bounty hunter showed up. Maybe just he was their first contact <laughs> yeah. and he just left. And yeah. so now they Yeah. They're pulling a Dengar. That's yeah. what yeah. it is. Like attack! Oh Dengar. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked the music this time, Eric. Uh, I know that that you are a enthusiast of of retro video game music, and I felt like there were a lot of sort of like, I don't know, it reminded me of like Ducktales NES kind of music. <laughs> Did you catch any yeah. of that? Uh, not really. I mean, okay. I didn't. None of the music was. It wasn't bad. I yeah. guess. Like, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I might have been like, whoa, that is some terrible music, but. I guess I wasn't listening for I it. I actually noticed that the music was good too. Wow. Yeah. It's funny that you that you mentioned that because I thought that through and I okay. and so I, I I stayed at the end of the episode to watch who did the music and I was like, Oh yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. Hmm. But just this episode was just yeah. better. Like the, just, yeah, it, the incidental, just like when, when they're running when there's a chase or something. Yeah. That man. background stuff. And it but it did have that sort of like a like a chip tune kind of vibe to it here sure. and there, which yeah. I no symbol, no symbol slapstick. Yeah, <laughs> right. Good. No, there was oh, there was less this time. Eric, did you find anything Star Warsy in this episode? Anything reminiscent of the Star Wars franchise within this yeah. episode? Oh, well, there were Ewoks, sort of. Yeah, yeah. So, there were. and they're from uh, they're from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah I mean that's Return of the Jedi. That's sure. it, right? Yeah. I feel like though, hearing like I'll give you my what was it? Her stone. Her yeah. Her pearl. Or the pa- pearl, pearl of patience. patience. Yeah. If, the pearl of patience. That felt like something that it tracks from the few seconds I saw of whatever of uh, the caravan of courage yeah. that you showed yeah. me. Yeah. Just works. like this random thing that the Ewoks have. So yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. There, I feel like this. <laughs> and again, we've only seen like, this is the third short of season two mm-hmm. that we've seen, but I feel like when they're, when we're not like in a dangerous situation, because this was not really like danger, you know, this was yeah. like hijinks. It was a hijinks episode. It feels almost Fraggle Rocky at times, and I think like sure. trading that pearl around had that vibe there too. Yeah, but did the yeah, rebellion the... just like fight their battle and then leave? I guess completely. We've, we've have gone we tried? Around. We've tried yeah. to to place this show, mm-hmm. and we can't because yeah. it just doesn't. It feels like make sense. You'd still have to like keep at least like a watch depot up there to yeah. make sure the empire doesn't come back and try again. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really bizarre. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's really bizarre that they're not, like, hassling stormtroopers and, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you're not seeing, like, Imperial bases or even, like, remnants of Imperial bases yeah. or whatever. You're not seeing any yeah. of that carryover, and it's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's really odd. This one, 
I think if I wasn't watching it like as a Star Wars thing, as like specifically Ewoks, this one felt very much like, yeah, this is a cartoon from the 80s. Yeah. You know, like I think it, had, it had the right vibe, I guess, not for a Star Wars thing. It tracked with but... like, oh, oh, I'm princess for the day, so I'm just going to act yeah. like what I think a princess should be like, even though you hang out with her every day and she sure. never calls you a peasant. Right. You never carry her. You never do. <laughs> so I just thought that, that was really funny. Like, oh, I'm princess now? Okay, carry me. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, what? Like, where'd that come from? Yeah. I feel like, though, she doesn't actually learn how hard it is to be a princess because, like, she totally yeah, she got it. kidnapped, but like, she didn't actually do anything else. Like, does the princess normally get kidnapped? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, they yeah. get put in a castle, right? They get yeah. put in another castle. That's the- yeah, well, there, yeah, there wasn't a whole, like, she didn't have all sorts of, like, you know, responsibilities that a royal family would have. It wasn't like she spent right. the day, like, cutting <laughs> ribbons and kissing babies yeah. and things. <laughs> or, like, just, t- you know, hearing the farmer have to talk, complain right. about the other yeah. farmer. Like, yeah. that would have been better. Like, oh, man, this job stinks, yeah, you know? peasants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, just the just the Real just peasants, one kidnapping, yeah. just one kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. The last epi- like the last episode of this we watched was called what was it? The shrieks, something about the shrieks, Eesh. and that the actually horrible shrieks. Something. Or the, yeah, I don't know. But that actually mm-hmm. had like funny moments in it. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like anything in this was really funny. No, mm-hmm. you know, nothing was really funny. So. No, I mean, I guess it was funny about like how, how like twitter painted the uh sun frog was oh, oh yeah because yeah. every time oh i like, like this oh. One. Yeah. oh i like her he wanted to turn into like a tex avery wolf all that's of a true yeah <laughs> no, right? hitting it's his like head a with a frying pan <laughs> I, like, I, I, were you thinking too like what kingdom could that thing possibly yeah. come from yeah. like it, it's yeah. probably a beehive like yeah, some yeah. Sickly over. yeah and like yeah. Do, were they like visiting the planet because the other like you were bringing in a bunch of potential suitors coming in you know and they were all like yeah. different aliens are these all like creatures from endor or are they coming from different one planets? of them I, wasn't I the know. first one looked a lot like the little thing that sits on jabba the hut it did yeah whatever oh those gosh, things are maybe called it is. yeah yeah maybe that's oh, the most star wars thing i feel like this one Again, if if you're just looking at it at the lens from like an '80s cartoon, and you were gonna like put this on for a kid. I mean, it all tracks, you know. Like, it, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you can follow what's going on. There's things yeah. to look at. It's you know, it's goofy. So like, it's fine in that way. But like, it we're just getting farther and farther from anything that really feels like adventure-y, <laughs> you yeah. know. So strange. Let's uh, let's see if we can. Yeah, find this show it. has nothing on Pawpaws. No. Uh, oh my gosh. Wow. I haven't thought yeah. of that show since it aired. Well, I don't think I don't think that one stands the test of time PC wise. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I, I'm sure there's some very culturally yeah. insensitive things in Pawpaws. Pawpaws. But wow. they're, really? there's still a show about bears. Yeah, you're right. So. <laughs> you're right. Wow. All right. Just, was... Sorry, I just sent Nick back. A you did. You really <laughs> did. It was like you unlocked yeah. this little like yeah. cavern in my mind. He's falling like... down. The pawpaws are there. The snorks are I there. Know. The the shirt tails are flying around. One time, Steve, Eric, and I were in a car together. We were trying to figure out a, an old Disney cartoon, and we finally figured out that it was Fluffy Dogs, and it almost cost us our lives because Eric was yeah, driving. Yeah, I was I trying to describe him. it to Nick. I was like, "It's about dogs. <laughs> I think they're from another world." Yep. I remember at one point they're like, "Don't talk," because if the bad guy found out they could talk, he's like, "I." I knew it and he was able to google all that stuff to find and he put it on his phone yep. to show me while i was driving and i was just so entranced that he had found it i almost drive into an 18 wheeler yeah. it's, oh, it's no. really true yeah cause, my, yeah cause of death, it. fluffy dogs worth it yeah. 
Man, let's do a Fluffy Dogs podcast. Pass. Oh, no, you're not. You don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 All right. All right, guys. What's our Ichiwawa moment? Eric, you're our guest. Ichiwawa, Ichiwawa is good? It's good, a good yeah. one. I mean, it used to be we try to find the most clever or, you know, like, yeah. genius. Okay. We're not quite really having that option anymore. But yeah, apart from right. we're like, okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, I guess I'm going to give it to uh, how pathetically unrequited uh, whatever that blonde Ewoks love is for uh, Latara. Oh, Tebow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tebow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's all and in. it was funny because he had a line where he's like, I still like you no matter how nasty you are that I definitely construed as a, you know, as a crude adult there, you know, like a Janet Jackson kind of thing. Like I, I like you no matter how nasty you are. Wow. wow. They do have a relationship later on. They do. Do they? In that comic book. Remember the first page that threw us for a loop. Okay. He was just so, he just kept being, yeah. Tebow's so sad. It's so sad too. And she was like rejecting him and stuff. Poor Tebow. <laughs> so i guess like throw in that along with the frog being like oh, i like her there's just a lot of hormones going around on Endor. <laughs> in this episode okay. ring has sprung yeah apparently apparently wow all right steve what about you mine mine was vork that that was it's, oh, as you far as enter anything entertaining in the episode it was him the oh i like Oh, mom, I like yeah. her. You know, yeah. it's just like, how, how? Like, it can fit in your two hands. That's how big that queen <laughs> we, is. We you know? had like, kind of a, like, once upon a mattress, Princess princess in the Pea thing happening here. And then um, yeah. then with uh, Latara and Nisa, it, was, it became kind of a, a Prince in the Pauper situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, Wicket had a line that I thought, that actually did kind of make me chuckle. It was when he's like, when they're going to try to rescue Latara and they're like formulating a plan and he lays this whole thing out and then they get interrupted. And he was like, I guess we can improvise. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was funny, you know, like he laid out this plan and they got caught and he was just kind of like, Oh, screw it. And I thought, I thought that was funny. Hearing his voice. Are they trying to go for like, he's a, like a, Bugs Bunny wisecracker kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Because they're modulating everybody's voices too, which just makes it Uh, weird, (laughs) you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what uh, Denny Delk's plan was here for Wicket. I feel like this show is missing. Maybe that does have one and it's just not in this episode. I feel like this show is missing like a Gargamel figure. Who's yeah. always trying to capture? We've and kill talked the about Ewoks. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they had it with the Dulocs, right? They, there was well, a, a reoccurring character, and they lost it now. I would say Morag. First season had a Morag had like true. a yeah. Endor witch named Morag, and and she <laughs> was the one that was like in all the Paldini episodes. But they kind of just like killed her off in season one, and they were like, we don't want to do <laughs> that. So like, we lost this concept of a big bad, or like this is our yeah. our overarching villain, and now we just kind of have. Dulux sometimes they weren't even in she, this episode or just one made the magic aspect of it work right you yeah. know like you think about the jedis and we don't tend to think of them as like magical mystical wizards i mean we're we're told like oh yeah you're a space wizard with a laser sword you know kind of mm-hmm. thing and but there's really no counterpart as as far as like a witch until we get the witches of dathomir and, yeah mm-hmm. in you know the clone wars uh or in the books but morag was the witch part where like everything yeah. that happened that was magical. You were like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it mm-hmm. makes sense. And There's she a witch, was, right? And she was witch. definitely set up to be that low gray character. We and haven't seen low gray. Have we seen low gray at all? No, this season? I don't think so. So it's just like, oh, I have this magic pearl, and it's just like, I we've lost yeah. it. It's hard to believe now 
because mm-hmm. it actually isn't magic. It's just all made up to yeah, be convenient uh, for the episode now. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, not, like a, it's not working for it. Let's get to it. Let's just get to the Oak of Arc moment. All right, so Eric, what's your... The, so that's the bad stuff. I'm going to give it to the fact that Paul Dini wrote this thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, it's like, hard. It's I, hard to know. I thought I would Great, be he's like, never okay, going to be a guest now. I thought this is going to be a bad episode because it's Ewoks or whatever. But like when I saw Paul Dini's name pop up there, I'm like, oh, well, Paul Dini, I'm sure there's something yeah. here I'll be able to note. But like, you, you cannot tell that this is like the Paul yeah. Dini that becomes paul dini you yeah. know it's just like there's nothing there so i can't imagine it's totally his fault but it's just that that really left me disappointed that by the end i'm like there was nothing here yeah yeah latara i don't understand how she's supposed to be a prototype for harley quinn because i didn't pick up on that at all <laughs> no <laughs> you really you really don't see I that guess if you give her like pigtails she looks more like modern day harley quinn yeah i guess so, so. i guess yeah. what, what what about you steve what's yours mine was the uh the pit just the yeah. concept of their pit. The concept of the yeah. pit. Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was weak writing. Uh, instead of just like saying like, oh, they're not good enough. Like they had to go into the pit. And I, I get yeah. that, that it all came around full circle. Mm-hmm. But still, I just thought like, really a pit? Oh, what is you the know? pit? Because like at the end, they're still able to talk from the bottom of the right. pit. Right. So they're just going to like starve to death in the bottom of this pit? Like what's the, because <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, so, that's yeah. dark. What's the, there, and I guess there's just holes. I guess. In, in, in Endor. Like yeah. In, um, what? In, uh. What is their kingdom? Because the, all you ever see is them in this like tunnel. Like that's it. They're just like. Well, that's Kepler, why she needs to marry. Yeah. Kepler right. B, yes. Right. Isn't yeah. that yeah. from uh, yeah. Raising Wolves? Pits? I don't. Oh. Yes. Wow. Just, so I guess yeah. You know, pits. like frogs can live ten to twelve years, so they could be down there for a while. Mm, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe they're no. just gonna they're just gonna yeah. settle in for the long haul. It's like a crater pit too. I don't really feel like I can choose one. I I feel like. Like, internally, everything matched with itself. You know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. the plot, like I said, the plot made sense. It was all, like, there. But it's just, like, mm-hmm. I guess the whole plot is my is my Oak of Arc moment. Because it's oh, just yeah. kind of, like, why? Like, why are, why? Why are we I doing this? I was going to do that, why but I thought it was fun? a cop-out. Well, it is. But I, <laughs> I know. But, like, it's just doing this kind of story, I feel like, just doesn't make any sense. Just, it's it did not, crap right. Right. Yeah. That was the, that's the problem. Like yeah. it was a terrible episode, but I didn't hate it as much as yeah. I hated other you episodes. You can't really like pull out. Well, this was the one flaw. It was just like, if yeah. you're going to do this kind of story, then I mm-hmm. guess they did it fine. But please don't do this kind of story. It's just not Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's hard to rate because it's just like yeah. it's it, this one didn't feel like Ewoks at all. So it's yeah. like, I mean, I can't give it a one no. because it wasn't that bad. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. What would you, what right. do you think you rate it, Nick? I guess I'd say a three. I mean, for that same reason, yeah. it's, it's just fine for what it is, you know? That's mine, too. What about you, Eric? And, uh, on a scale of out one of, to five. Oh. Oof. On a scale of one to... I guess oh. I'll give it... <laughs> one to ah. 15. Three. No. No, one to five. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot of respect for 80s cartoons in general, oh, I guess. So maybe I'm going to give it yeah. three. But this this kind of... Stri- just kind of like... It's just so... like. People remember this stuff, but then you watch it, and it all seems kind of like shallow. Yeah, and it, you know, yeah. it, it takes a while for cartoons to be like, oh, we don't have to be so shallow. Right. Yeah. But yeah. This this one definitely felt like on par with what I tend to think of like negatively. With yeah. like, yep, <laughs> this it's definitely something that could be on the TV. I agree. So. Yeah. Yes. Well, Erica, thank you for joining us and finally completing yeah. your your radio meanwhile hat trick. It's more than yeah. that. But next time we're going to be covering the full length episode, The Rach, and it's written by Michael Reeves, who's written a lot of good Star Wars. So we'll see. Mm. Hey, we'll all right. See how that goes. Uh, Steve, always good to see you. 
Eric, thanks Absolutely. for joining us. Thank yeah. you. Nub See nub. you next time. Yup, no, yeah, thank you, Eric. <laughs> this Enduring Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 90s Music Got Me Like, previously on X-Men, and 9021 Here We Go. You did it. Share your thoughts on this in upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts.